To so many people, you know, lifelong uh, Cubs fans, it's our happy place. It doesn't feel like a year without going to Wrigley Field, and you guys are amazing at what you do. And that's the thing, is that the Wrigley employees are always so helpful. They go beyond. When you see the same faces, year after year after year in the same sections, it makes you feel, it all feels like family that you're going to a place like it's a little family reunion. Every family member and friend who comes to that I take to a Cubs game or I take on a Wrigley Field tour because there's nothing better to do than be in Chicago and you all made that possible. Like I said, these are not just employees in my opinion, they're like family. I've brought people from all over the world, all over the country, people that don't like baseball, they love Wrigley Field. And we have you guys to thank for that. Welcome to Mistaken Identity Beyond the Ballpark, now part of the Unconfined Network. We explore the fascinating personal lives of the people inside Chicago's most iconic sports venue, Wrigley Field. Our podcast will take you on an amazing journey, introducing you to some incredible people that we've met along the way. We'll discuss hot topics, play a few games, and just try to have an overall good time. There'll be plenty of surprises along the way, so stick with us to see where our journey heads next. But for now, kick back, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of Mistaken Identity Beyond the Ballpark. We are here because uh, not only am I a huge fan of uh, working with youth and youth programs, you are as well. Uh, You and me run a mentoring program together on the west side of Chicago, which is the focus of our session today. Um, Frank, why is mentoring young people important to you? Mentoring young people is important first and foremost because at one point I was a young person that needed to be mentored. Um, So just one being a prospect, being a uh, being a be, having having gone through that and understanding how important it was to have other men and women speak into my life and to navigate and show me different possibilities, and then the the beauty of being able to give that back to other people is just amazing. And um, I'm really excited. I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm so excited about uh, our guests today and the work that they're doing. Yes, because uh, as we talked earlier, uh, I didn't know his connection to Will Ferrell. I love <laughs> Will Ferrell, and I'm excited to talk to him about his connection to Will Ferrell. Uh, so that's going to be really, really exciting. But uh, without further ado, um, let's bring him on. Let's bring on uh, Andy uh, McDermott. He is the president of uh, Intentional Sports, and we're going to be talking about an amazing project that he is doing with one of our my favorite players, hopefully everybody else's too. Uh, Andy, welcome. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. This is a blast. Uh, yes, and you're, you're talking to all of the amazing game day uh, staff at uh, Wrigley Field. Now, are you in Arizona or are you in Chicago? I'm in Chicago, uh, unfortunately, weather-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, actually grew up, uh, grew up here, I grew up in Palatine, uh, went to school at Northwestern and then moved to warmer climates for the last 20 years, playing soccer and uh, and working in Hollywood and and 
then Northern California. And then this opportunity came up and it was kind of one of those once in a lifetime projects. So it was enough to bring me back to the frozen tundra. And I am now a big fat baby after living in Arizona and LA, I am a baby now. So I uh, got a space heater under my desk. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so um, myself and uh, Frank Lee, who you met before this, uh, we're going to handle this uh, interview. Now Frank does all the research. Uh, I'm usually just here to crack the jokes and stuff, but uh, I'm going to let Frank start with the, uh, uh, the better Frank start with the first question. Well, Anyway, uh, Andy, again, a pleasure to have you here. Um, can you just start off by talking about what Intentional Sports is and how it came about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I wanted to actually uh, preface that with, with showing some proof of uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe, I maybe have met some of y'all before. Uh, this was this past summer. That's my old man and my, my two of my four kids. Um, just so there's no doubt of my my allegiance uh, growing up. Uh, my hey, Andy, Andy, uh, Andy, can you show that picture again? I feel like somebody may know whose aisle that is at Wrigley Field. Somebody in the chat, look, look, look at that picture, you all. Look at that picture. I see the home base. I think that's a dugout. I think that's a home base dugout there. Can anybody in the chat tell me who works in that section? Because you probably uh, recognize that aisle. So who knows who works in that section? Put that in the chat. But go ahead, uh, Andy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh if it if it helps you you know that's that's the uh that's the view that was my wallpaper for a long time wow i wonder who works i feel like it's margaret not maybe maybe not margaret we'll see we'll see but go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. so uh very very quick slice of history in the uh mcdermott and and anderson family my grandparents uh were massive cubs fans um legend has it that they spent four days uh, in Chicago for their honeymoon, uh, saw five games because there was a doubleheader. Uh, but my grandmother outlived my grandfather. She lived to be 88, watched the Cubs or listened to the Cubs on the radio almost every day of her life, was in love with Harry Carey, of course, um, and never got to see him win. So, uh, it, you know, 88 years old as, as a fan. So in 20, 2016, uh, obviously, uh, was pretty emotional uh, for me and uh, and my father and my my family, um, but I told that story to uh, to Jason when I first uh, kind of pitched him on this concept for the Jason Hayward Baseball Academy, and uh, and I said, man, you know, I, I was a professional soccer player. Like I'm not I'm not one of those guys that you know is is going to be a creepy stalker fan or anything. But I got to just say thank you because uh, you know it meant so much to my family as I know it has to millions of families. Uh, from Chicagoland. And, uh, and his response was fantastic. He said, uh, you know what? Um, it never gets hold here in that because it was really, really hard. And, uh, and I just, I just felt like that was a very sincere response and a start to a good friendship now that I have with Jay. And, um, but just, just wanted you guys to know that it's been in my blood for a long time as I know it is for a lot of you guys. So, uh, uh hopefully I'm amongst friends here. <laughs> So now tell me, tell me about um, the original idea to build some type of complex and how you chose the west side, because you could have chose the north side, the south side, you could have chose. So how did that come about? Yeah, um, honestly, it was it was chosen uh, as, as so much of this, um, you know, there's there's coincidences and, and all the rest of it. But uh, that that site was kind of chosen for us. Um, and 
I got involved. Uh, I actually put some some slides together, Frank. Can I can I share a couple of images or videos here? Yes, you sure can. All right. Um, that'll just help us help us tell the story. And I promise this is not a uh, 800 slide deck or anything like that. Uh, it's not death by PowerPoint here. Um, but uh, so I was in Northern California. Uh, I've had I've had a lot of crazy adventures uh, from uh, playing soccer. Uh, I was in um, Phoenix for a while, was in the entertainment world. And just my crazy background of, of uh, I've also been in, in the fitness world, um, but of uh, sports and fitness and entertainment was the right one to be recruited up to Northern California, where uh, there was this big startup up there of a sports facility, but it was in the sports science and, and entertainment. So um, I think that's that's this first slide here. So uh, that that place. Uh, that place is crazy. Uh, and and uh, it was about a $55 million build. I was the first hire. So I, I hired a team of about 60 people. We launched the beginning of 2020 and uh, just making a ton of money. Uh, not me, uh, but for the owner. It was all my blood, sweat and tears, uh, his money. Um, and it was absolutely for profit, the opposite of what we're doing now. Um, and then in 2020, when the George Floyd um, unrest started and so much of that was going on in Chicago and it really everywhere in the country and in the world, uh, it really hit me pretty hard that uh, let's see if, if I can if I can see you guys um, that there I was on the East Bay of San Francisco. Uh, you know, helping helping rich kids get this much better at soccer, <laughs> and uh, and and I had a lifetime of soccer experience and sports and fitness, and and uh, and had all the licenses and all the badges you can have from U.S. Soccer and coached at U.S. Soccer and everything. And I said, and and uh, a good friend of mine that I, I went to Northwestern with, he was a football player. Uh, you guys may remember the name from those Rose Bowl teams, Brian Musso. Um, Brian, he was in our wedding. We were in their wedding. He's actually godfather of my oldest. Um, and he was, he's on the board of the, by the hand after school club. And, uh, just gave me a call and said, Hey, uh, we just did this, this project here. Um, and a bunch of athletes from the city got together and, uh, they built this, uh, this old, or, or they, um, they were able to tear down this old liquor store, um, in North Austin, right next to by the hand club. And they asked the teenagers from the club, they got together with a bunch of these athletes, Jason Hayward was one of them, Sam Ocho, Mr. Trubisky, Jonathan Taves. And with the teenagers from that neighborhood, they just said, um, what do you guys need? And uh, I think this this video uh, doesn't have sound, so I can talk over it, but you can see they, they destroyed that old liquor store, um, knocked it down. And the two things they identified was one was food because of the riot and the looting. They had, you know, one grocery store and 20 liquor stores in the neighborhood. And that one grocery store was closed. Um, and so this this is where this idea came from was this Austin Harvest uh, pop up fresh market or, or produce market. And uh, the kids are able to actually uh, run that. And so. Uh, they they learn how to uh, you know operate a business and uh, sales and communication and all that stuff. The other need that these kids identified was a place to play, 
because even when someone would come into their neighborhoods and, and want to, um, you know, teach sports or something like that, they just didn't feel safe being at the park. And uh, so that's where the idea came from to build a big uh, sports training center. And uh, so uh, this land is the 10 acres in North Austin. Uh, this is Laramie Avenue, right where it meets Grand Avenue, right at the train tracks there. Um, and so this is Belmont Cragen to the northwest, Hermosa to the north, and then Humboldt Park to the east. And then Austin is all uh, to the south and west. And so it ends up being the perfect location um, to, to put a, uh, a new uh, professional level sports training center. And yes, we have to be insane uh, to put it uh, in on a 10 acre lot that's been empty for 50 years. Um, you know, this would make all the sense in the world out in Lake Forest or Barrington or Scottsdale or Beverly Hills. We could make a ton of money in a place like that, but that's not what this is for. This is to bring opportunities to kids uh, who aren't getting those opportunities. So um, let's see. I, sorry, I have one more video here. I'm a, obviously I'm a, I'm a video guy, so I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's more fun to watch things and listen to things. Hi guys, I'm Andy McDermott. I'm the founder and president of Intentional Sports, a charitable 501c3 that was founded uh, to provide opportunities uh, to youth in areas like this one that are being left behind by youth sports these days. So we're here in the location uh, in North Austin, Chicago, on the west side of Chicago, where we're building a 150,000 square foot professional level facility which will have big turf fields and basketball courts and strength and conditioning and multi-purpose space for education and tutoring and nutrition uh, and so all of this to create these programs which would be low-cost no-cost programs in soccer where we're partnering with the Chicago Fire in baseball where we're partnering with Jason Hayward from the Chicago Cubs uh, we'll have an eSports lounge where we're partnering with Riot Games and uh, so on and so forth. We'll have these, these programs where these kids in this area can become members and really be part of something. And they may not pay financially, but they'll pay with their academic standards and their attendance and staying out of trouble and making good decisions. So why are we all here? I believe that we're all here because we are not okay with the fact that kids growing up in communities like the ones around us are not getting opportunities to try sports and be part, be part of a team. I can tell you without a doubt that if I had not been given the chance to play sport 40 years ago, I would not be standing here right now. No chance. Maybe some of you would say that exact same thing. This is where baseball brought me, to this community, um, to this great city. But that opportunity that I opened up for me looks like this. It looks like Jason Hayward Baseball Academy. Looks like By the Hand Club. Looks like Intentional Sports, Grace and Peace. Okay, it looks like bringing people together out of nowhere. On behalf of the Chicago Fire and the Chicago Fire Foundation, we are so excited to be involved in this project. All of us here, whoever had their hands up, someone gave us a chance to play. 
when we were kids. Does Sean not deserve that same chance? Amarellis, Marvelius, Jacob, Nevaeh, Kayla, Raphael. You, sorry, you guys are why we're building this place. That makes you guys the most important people in the room. So I, I figured that video can uh, can kind of tell the story better than I can, uh, but uh, the 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 real uh, kind of crux behind this place is um, the facility makes it all possible. So uh, we've been able to raise uh, quite a bit of money so far from uh, private philanthropy, from grants, from new market tax credits, uh, from the city of Chicago actually deeded us the land. So it's an expensive project, 10 acres, 152,000 square feet, big turf uh, field and everything. Um, but we've been able to raise uh, just over $25 million uh, so far uh, to, to, to build this place. Um, and it's huge. It's a big project. But to have a safe place to go every day after school is the most important part of this thing. And we can bring all the best coaches in the world to this place, but um, if we don't have a safe place, a neutral ground, and something positive for these kids to do every day after school, then then we can't do it. So uh, that's why we're kind of killing ourselves to to build this place. We're under construction now. Um, with uh, let's see, I think there's a there's a couple other uh, pictures in here. Um, so this is uh, this is the land right now, and this is a quick time-lapse uh, video, it's 15 seconds of uh, the last 30 days. You can take the kid out of Hollywood, but you can't take the Hollywood out of the kid, right? Uh, so this is the uh, the overall site plan. This is what we will look like. This is the existing Grace and Peace building there. Uh, it's Grace and Peace Church, but also Grace and Peace Community Center or the Gap Community Center. They've been doing a food bank there uh, since the pandemic started, and they feed 6,000 families a week uh, out of there. And it's not just handing somebody a sandwich either. I've been there helping out, passing out some stuff, and people pull up in a, in a car, open their trunk, and we fill the trunk with all kinds of good food for the week. So, um, and I love that as the sports guy offering these programs because out of 6,000 families, that's probably 10, 12,000 kids who are ready for us to open our doors. Uh, and then this would be a 9v9 uh, soccer multi-sport field, two little mini pitches, and then uh, a little playground in between the buildings. And then this is the, the new building. Uh, and then very quickly, what, We'll buzz through here, guys, just uh, a couple of these renderings, and then we'll, we'll get back to uh, any kind of questions and answers. Um, happy to, to talk about this. Obviously, I talk about this all day long. But um, so the, the, the biggest part of our, our facility is a huge turf indoor field. And when I first got recruited to come over here, I, I started meeting with the architects online from California. 
And uh, and I remember they said, okay, what's your what's your wish list? And I said, well, number one, can we build a full FIFA regulation size soccer field indoors? And they said, how big? And I said, uh, 110 by 70. And they said, 110 feet by 70 feet, that's easy. And I said, no, I'm a soccer guy, we're talking yards. So 110 yards by 70 yards is pretty huge. And we were able to shoehorn it in there. Um, to my knowledge and my research, it's the only one publicly available in the city of Chicago. Uh, that gives us the the ability to break it up into uh, either four mini fields, even eight smaller fields, play full uh, soccer, but also full American football, have two baseball diamonds uh, inlaid in the turf, as you can see from a couple of these uh, renderings. Um, we'll have motorized batting cages in the ceiling. We'll have modular pitching mounds. Uh, this is kind of just a render of what turf can look like. You can actually mark up the turf. Uh, to be baseball diamonds, to uh, have different colors for the mini fields, uh, for the American football fields. Uh, I laugh when I call it American football. I was actually in New York City not too long ago meeting it at the NFL office with Roger Goodell, the commissioner of NFL. And I might be the only idiot who's ever called it American football to Roger Goodell. <laughs> but uh, as a soccer guy, it's just uh, in ingrained because, you know, the rest of the world calls soccer football, of course. Um, and then this is just a, a mock-up of what that actually looks like with the safety fencing, with the brown turf versus the green turf, just to give you an idea of what the, the field house will look like. Uh, we are in talks uh, with a couple of other entities about other partnerships. I can't say who those are. I can only show you this image, <laughs> uh, but uh, nothing official yet. Uh, and then very quickly, the floor plan is the big turf field and then four uh, basketball slash futsal uh, flat slash volleyball courts, locker rooms and restrooms, strength and conditioning area, classrooms and computer labs, uh, multi-purpose space. This is a dedicated physical therapy, but also potentially even a pediatrician doing wellness checks for the community. Uh, and then second floor is a spectator's lounge which looks down into the turf, into the sport courts uh, for mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Uh, and then we've actually bumped this out a bit to make this the eSports Academy from Riot Games. Uh, quick aside, one of my board members uh, is actually the president of Riot Games, which is now a probably a $25 billion valued company. It's the biggest video game company in the world because of their game, League of Legends. If any of your kids play online, they might be playing League of Legends. Um, and I'm friends with him only because my time in LA, I coached his kids um, and he's just a really cool guy. So they're going to sponsor our esports academy. Not that I care to make kids better at video games, but they have a curriculum that will teach around uh, programming and coding and the business of esports because we all know there'll be as many jobs in esports in five years as there will be in real sports. So uh, that's the, the quick floor plan and what we have to offer there. Um, and with that, you guys, this is uh, just just a clinic, um, su a summer camp that I did all summer on that loading dock pitch. Uh, we resurfaced the old loading dock. This is uh, the Grace and Peace building, which is the old Glidden paint factory there. And so this loading dock was the only place that was not going to be under construction where I could continue to play with kids. Uh, and so we uh, resurfaced it painted some lines, put some goals in there and uh, do these these uh, clinics and summer camps with these kids. Um, and it was immediately apparent to me, not only had they never played soccer before, but I'd say 90% of these kids had never played an organized sport before. Um, and 
so that was, you know, as a, as a fitness guy, an athlete guy, for them to actually just run and stop and change directions, uh, we, we were kind of starting from, from ground zero. Uh, but then also the, the conflict resolution uh, was, was immediately obvious where, you know, two little boys would run into each other, one would fall down, and then you'd have to step in because it could be a fight. Um, they just never learned how to to play, and it's okay to to bump and fall and get back up and and give a high five, and it's okay, you know. And that's just just one of the many many uh, lessons sports can teach. And then I just uh, end with this video of these two little guys, uh, Alexander and Charlie, who had never played soccer before and uh, were almost too cool for school, like they they didn't want to play. Uh, and I say, hey, you don't have to play. Nobody has to play, but we're going to score goals today. And I promise you guys, scoring a goal in soccer is one of the greatest feelings in the world, like hitting a home run. Um, so if you want to try it, and I came up with this really silly, fun little, you know, they're just doing a little obstacle course, jumping over cones, and then kicking a ball into an open goal, which should be easy, but they all tried, you know, three, four times, and it wasn't until their last try. Um, and I was, I was recording because I just wanted to capture their smiles, but these guys were, were pretty funny. Come on, Alex. Alex, come here. Alex, come here. You got to score a goal. There's your ball. Score a goal. Yes, Alex! Goal! Charlie, 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 goal! Way to go, buddy! <laughs> oh, man. So that that is, uh, that is all the slides that I... Uh, prepared for you guys. Sorry to talk so quick and bust through them, uh, but just wanted to kind of give you guys the uh, the big picture and then happy to answer any questions and, and talk more. Hey guys, Joe Flaherty again, and I'm excited to tell you about one of our newest partners, Athletic Greens. Having been involved in the health and fitness space for over a decade, I've heard a lot of great things about their AG1 formula, from the taste to the quality of the ingredients and the comprehensive nature of the product itself. So after they reached out to partner with us, I did a little bit more digging and I was blown away by what I found. So you might be asking, what exactly is this stuff anyways? Well, AG1 is a blend of 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to support nearly every system in the body. One serving a day benefits your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy levels, recovery ability, Pretty much any process your body goes through, AG1 can lend a helping hand. Now I have this stuff in my shopping cart as we speak and I'm most looking forward to a few things. First, I've been taking dozens of different supplements for years now and sometimes 10 different powders and pills from 10 different bottles can get a bit overwhelming. But AG1 offers simplicity. You can easily swap a single scoop of AG1 for a whole shelf of single ingredient products and be no worse for wear. And by the way, you stand to save a whole lot of money switching from a boatload of products to just one. Trust me, because I've been down that path before. Secondly, AG1 is a portable product you can take with you on the go. I'm a huge believer in the benefits of creating good health habits, and the fact that you can take AG1 with you anywhere is an easy way to ensure you're getting the nutritional support you need each day, no matter where you're waking up. And I don't know about you guys, but I always tend to get pretty beat up by traveling, and unfortunately, I often find myself spending most of my vacations nursing a cold. Well, AG1's formula can offer the immune support you need to kick that cold to the curb or even avoid it in the first place and let you really enjoy yourself no matter how long you've been in an airport or an Uber. 
And the kicker is, all the ingredients in AG1 are highly bioavailable, meaning your body can actually absorb the nutrition you're giving it. And I can't tell you how many times I've run into this issue of poor absorption and how bad you feel realizing that the only thing that expensive supplement you bought did was burn a hole in your wallet. With AG1, you have a nutritional insurance policy based on the latest scientific research, which is big for me, all for less than $3 a day. And if you don't believe me, AG1 has over 7,000 five-star reviews on their site to help point you in the right direction. So it's time to reclaim your health with just one scoop of AG1 a day. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging, E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, Wrigley fam, Kat Garcia here. You may remember me from my days working with y'all at the ballpark before I became a full-time baseball writer. Well, I'm here to tell you that now I'm back and I've started a new podcast too. It's called Grab a Drink with Kat Garcia. Since I left to pursue my career in sports journalism, I've met so many incredible journalists and media members, even some outside of the scope of sports. And all of these folks are people whose work you already read or may be familiar with. And one of my favorite things about working in this industry has been hearing all of the great advice, lessons learned, and the sometimes downright hilarious stories that have been swapped over drinks with all sorts of incredible journalists and people. And oftentimes I wish that our audiences were around for these truly authentic, fun, and sometimes candidly booze-infused conversations. So I decided I'm bringing them to you in podcast form. Join me for Grab a Drink with Kat Garcia, where I sit down with some of your favorite people in sports and journalism, like Lawrence Holmes, Scott Merkin, Maddie Lee, and Brett Taylor, just to name a few, to show you what life in sports and journalism is really like. So pour yourself a tall one or grab a hot coffee and join us. Grab a Drink with Kat Garcia is available now on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow the show on Twitter for updates, info on past episodes, and more at at grabadrink underscore pod. Cheers and happy listening. Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans. This baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six pack today and please remember to drink responsibly. Reboots, reunions, reruns, no matter where you turn, everyone is going back to revisit Nostalgic TV. Join us on a journey back in the day as we look at your favorite Black 90s sitcoms like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, A Different World, Living Single, and Moesha. We break down a new sitcom and episode per week, discuss why the show was relevant at the time and still holds up today, discuss its impact, and laugh at how different things were back in the day or how they stayed the same. Check out Back in the Day with Tanya and Cheryl now on your favorite podcast app 
and come on a 90s Black sitcom journey with us. I do see a question in the chat. Don't forget pickleball. And, uh, and you're right. That's that's a new one for me since moving back to Chicago. But uh, I see it at the uh, at the Park District gym I go to all the time. And so that's a definite. We'll have sport court in there. We'll have pickleball. And that's it's actually a good sport for old guys like me because you don't have to run as much anymore. So on another note, you brought up um, uh, raising money. Uh, and as I've said in the emails about this event, uh, our charity of choice this year, last year, we did the Rizzo Foundation. Our charity of choice is going to be this. Um, and I know most of you uh, that are watching uh, have helped me out in the past. Uh, you all are always uh, good about supporting uh, the charity that we pick, but uh, this is gonna be the charity uh, of our choice uh, this year. But I wanna bring in Dan Tanclair. So right behind me is uh, this massive uh, one of a kind uh, painting of Jason Hayward. It's the size of, a, I can't even do it justice here, but. Uh, matter of fact, if you go to mistakenidentity.tv, you can watch uh, this from blank to what it is now. Uh, he did a series on uh, creating this called um, Commissioned, and uh, the artist is right here with us, uh, Dan St. Clair. And one of the things that we talked about, uh, even though I wanted this one-of-a-kind painting that uh, nobody else in the world has, I was definitely okay with um, it being used to uh, help raise money or and awareness for uh, intentional sports and uh, what's going on with the baseball academy. Dan, welcome. Meet Andy. Glad to be here. Glad to meet you, Andy. Thanks, Dan. So, Dan, you want to talk a little bit about, for those that did not see your show, a little, a little bit about the work that went into this uh, amazing painting that I'm afraid if I take down, I'll uh, drop it. But you want to talk a little bit <laughs> about the painting and then what we're able to do uh, for Andy and um, the intentional sports. It's a little more hardy than that, Frank. You'll be okay if you want to move it around. <laughs> <laughs> so when Frank, so when I met you know Frank last summer, you know he, you know one of the first things, one of the first things he expressed to me was that you know Jason Hayward was his favorite ball player, and not just for what he does on the field, but for what he does off the field. So as it was what Andy shared with you with Jason partnering with him, um, you know, and, and uh, you know at the academy, you know we were thinking that you know we certainly like to work, work with Andy, work with Jason. Uh, you know, you know, I don't know. Well, we're probably a ways away from, you know, the, your, well, from an opening type of thing here, but we certainly like to use this piece of art and do some prints and possibly work with Jason and, and myself and do some signings and things like that and see if we can raise some money and, and, and contribute to this and partner up with you on this. Man, that's fantastic. And I know Jason, Jason would love that idea too. He's uh, we're, we're talking pretty regularly about, uh, programming and opportunities and and uh, I mean he's he's I told him from the get-go I don't want your name and I don't want your money and I said well if you want to give some money then great we'll take some money um, <laughs> there you but, go <laughs> but really uh, you're the director of this academy and uh, I want it to be informed by you I want the curriculum to be by you I want kids to know that that uh, this comes from you and when they wear your name on their hat or your name on their shirt, uh, I want them to earn that. And they earn that by, you know, their attendance and staying out of trouble and, and getting decent grades. Um, and that's how they stay members of that academy. And, and, uh, and he dug that and he loves the opportunity to, uh, to kind of give back as I think everybody here knows. So um, 
if he was here, he would say thank you, Dan. So thanks for that. Absolutely. And we can, you know, we can, you know, we've got, you know, some partners out here that, you know, we can, I can get involved in here too, you know, to, you know, to help out with the cause here. And I'm not sure where we go from here with it, Andy, but, you know, we're, I'm certainly on board with this. You know, it's, you know, this is my passion in life. I've got a regular job too, but at the same time, this is my, you know, this is what drives me. This is what keeps me going. Um, you know, I, this yeah. is, you know, the job is one thing, but the passion for this is, is totally another thing. And any opportunity I've got like this to, to take the talents that I've been blessed with and share them. And for a really good thing like this, I, I jump all over that every chance I can get. And so, and so, you know, I absolutely want to be on board with you. And I, I know that you know, we're kind of hitting you cold with this and we've got a lot of, you know, some details to work out, but we'll work them out. Absolutely work them out. We'll be on board. Yeah. Fa- fantastic. That's, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. That's, that's fantastic. And, uh, and it, you, any, anybody who, who, um, you know, wants to reach out, there's a, there's a question in the chat from your number one fan. How would someone uh, get involved with the organization for coaching mentoring? Um, we be careful. I'm a dangerous guy to talk to. I'll get you involved as much, as much as I can. Um, but um, my email address uh, is Andy at intentionalsports.org. Um, and we will be, once once we get through the next few months of, of the Arctic Tundra, um, then this summer we'll be doing some events uh, there at the site, maybe even satellite, um, just doing some clinics, some camps, just some, uh, maybe some signings, some pictures and things like that. Uh, and then we're, the plan is to be open by the end of 2022. And there'll be plenty of opportunities for volunteers for mentoring um i have a, a concept that that i've used in other facilities uh called uh everyday heroes and you just wear a bright colored t-shirt and even if you never played a sport before you can absolutely be a good mentor to kids just by walking around and saying hello and that's also my idea of security as well is uh you know you're just making eye contact with people and smiling at people and and seeing how you can help and walking around walking around the parking lot and and so um we we will and and they will also need you know um people who are interested in sports to help out you don't have to be jason edward level you could be uh any level to help out little ones in uh in any of these sports so it's going to take an army to uh to pull this off the right way so uh i i will never say no to volunteers i'd love to hear from you guys and, and we'll put that out a lot more in the coming months as well yeah, we actually talked to a group of supervisors. About twelve of our supervisors have already decided that uh, we're going to go down there one day as a group and do something with you all. And uh, we're going to open that up to um, uh, any of our staff that want to do that. Uh, I'll email that out today along with your email. Uh, but um, so when you all hear intentional sports, you all know that that is the uh, charity of choice for um, for this year. Uh, wow, you know, Frank, this was the easiest interview ever because we don't have to ask any questions. <laughs> Everybody, all I guess from now on to bring videos. This is amazing. I do have a question for you, Andy, if you, if you don't mind. Um, no, can, please. Can you talk a little bit about how you're able to, or what you're doing to kind of gain trust to the with the people in the community? Um, like how you're able to get buy-in from the parents and the children to say, hey, this is a good place to come yeah, absolutely. And that's a great question. I am the new kid on the block. I'm the I'm the rookie. Um, but uh, Grace and Peace and By the Hand have been in those neighborhoods 
for about 20 years now. So uh, before I was even brought into this thing, they had already kind of canvassed and talked to 3,000 families over there and just said, hey, here's what we're thinking about. What programs would interest you? What, um, what do your kids need? What do the adults need? And so uh, we have committed to 100 hours a week to be community hours. Um, and that can be anything from uh, you know, some of these academies, the sports academies, but it could be during the day with uh, moms or dads or, or seniors or whoever it is just walking the turf field or doing a Zumba class or yoga or English as a second language, um, mom and me classes, dad and me classes, those, those kind of programs. Um, and so we continue to, to have those conversations with the community um, with the, you know, the by the hand clubs and, and those kids and with the grace and peace families, um, because uh, if, if we just do everything that Andy thinks is a good idea, then Andy might be the only one standing there. So we, ha we have to create these programs for the community. That's so. awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so I, again, this is our, our charity of choice. I see some, I see some people already I want to be bothering about helping out. Uh, Mary Kay, Mary R, get ready for me to bother you. Patty, get ready for me to bother you. So get ready to be here, <laughs> Margaret. Get ready. To be hearing about let's go and volunteer with these kids larry you up there too both larry's cindy <laughs> you know what you're doing with pt uh get ready you all from kathy i see your hand up there good so get ready ricardo when i say hey let's go down to hayward center you all know what i'm talking about don't say no let's go <laughs> but anyway i want to thank all of you all uh andy any final words for us oh ask that see a hand hold on one minute andy don't go anywhere i see deb uh deb go ahead and ask your question deb I thought the hand was for like, I couldn't figure out how to put the chat on. So I just did the hand saying, I would love to volunteer there. That would oh, be so okay. awesome. All right. <laughs> uh, trust me, you all know how I am. I'm gonna be bothering you all. You all know how I am. But um, any final words for us, uh, Andy? <clears throat> Very quick, two answers here in the chat. Uh, the youngest kid involved, my crazy plan is a year and a half, two years old with those mom and me classes, wow. dad and me classes. And I really believe that we need to try to grab these, these young people early. Um, unfortunately, by the time they're 12, 13, 14, um, it, I, I'll never give up on any kid, but it can almost be too late if they, if they have, you know, and I say that knowing that if I was, you know, in a lot of these same situations, I'd have been a knucklehead too. And I, if I was raising myself and didn't have anywhere to go to after school, um, I'd have made some bad decisions too. Um, so if we can get them early and make this their family, um, instead of maybe, you know, a gang family or, or something else, then we keep a lot of people out of trouble. And, uh, so the earlier, the better, if that answers that question. And then, uh, someone asks is that when is, when this is successful, are there plans to create facilities in other cities or other parts of the city? Um, Coley, thanks for your optimism when this is successful. Um, and, uh, it's not the plan, but, um, yes, a hundred percent. And I, and I say that because when I moved here, that was not my plan, but since having this conversation with people all over the country, uh, a lot of friends or people in my network have said, once you get that one going, can you help us do this in Philadelphia or Detroit or Kansas city? Um, and it wouldn't be me doing it. I might help them, uh, with all the mistakes I've made in the past. Um, but, uh, for a place to be self-sustaining and to be in these urban centers where these kids are not getting a chance to play uh, makes all the sense in the world. And to me, that's how we create 
generational change is we, we teach these kids to fall in love with the game, teach them how to coach, how to umpire, how to referee so that they're coaching their own kids in 10, 15 years. And I, I say it all the time. This building is a hundred year old building. It's going to way outlive any of us, but these youngest kids, they will take that and run with it. And then, I mean, I know it's, I'm just a simple sports guy and I'm biased, but I really believe that sports education wellness has a chance to change the future of a lot of these humans. So that's why I'm here. Andy, thank you very much. Uh, Frank, thank you. Dan, thank you. Uh, I want to address the elephant in the room. I know, I know better than anybody. Sometimes when you post on social media, the word Jason Hayward, how much of a rap sometimes you can get from people. Uh, but I hope that you all have saw a different side today. I would like to encourage you to post something about uh, what you may have learned today that you did not know about uh, Jason Hayward. I think as a Cubs family, uh, you know, we should be able to post and defend uh, somebody doing something good in our community. So uh, consider posting about what you learned today about intentional sports uh, and the Jason Hayward work in the community. Uh, thank you all very much. And Frank, feel free, you guys, to uh, to tag us at Intentional Sports on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're, we're out there. So uh, the buzz will certainly help uh, us look cooler to some kids who might come and play with us. So we'll take all the help we can get. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's try to light up social media if we can. Well, uh, the Hayward uh, Foundation, uh, and, I'm sorry, and Intentional Sports. Thanks, you guys. Go Cubbies. Hey guys, if you're hearing my voice here again, that means we've reached the end of the show. It's that time again for all the thank yous and special messages and disclaimers, you know, all the stuff you really tune in for each week. A big thank you yet again to all of our supporters who not only continue to tune into our show, but take the time to hit the like button, write reviews, and share our content on social media. It all really helps us grow our audience. Our Patreon page continues to thrive as well as we're working not only on the podcast, but Roku channel and the book club and on and on and on. If you'd like to be a part of that expanding mistaken identity experience, follow the link in our show notes to our Patreon page or go to patreon.com and search mistaken identity podcast for all the ways you can sign up to access this multitude of additional content. Mistaken Identity is also now a part of the Unconfined Network, which is a home to many podcasts whose hosts have met inside the walls of Wrigley Field. Check out the network's other show offerings. Head to unconfinednetwork.com. That's all one word, unconfinednetwork.com, to view all of our shows and their catalogs. Shouts out to Frank Walker, Jesse Graham, and Jordan Burks for their continued efforts both in front and behind the scenes to keep Mistaken Identity rolling along every week. And of course, we can't leave without our disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. This is Joe Flaherty for the Mistaken Identity Podcast saying stay safe, and we'll catch you next time beyond the ballpark. Hey, it's Frank from the Mistaken Identity Beyond the Ballpark podcast. Listen, I get so many messages, emails, phone calls about investing because I talk about it so much on this show that I can't respond to them all. But what I've decided to do is 
do a class on Patreon for all of our supporters in two categories. For those that are 40 and under and those that are 40 and older because investing is different based on your age. I get asked, Frank, what is an NFT that these young folks are talking about? What is cryptocurrency? Or I hear about Frank. Is it time to readjust my 401k? What's the best life insurance to get? What about life insurance that has living benefits? Or the big one, I just got a raise at my job. It's 2%, but inflation is 7%. Did I really get a loss? I have also noticed a trend. A lot of parents and or grandparents are starting to understand that the cost of college is skyrocketing. And they know that it is better to invest when your child is younger as opposed to later on. And I've recently been talking about how I have gotten some real estate and some stocks and some other investments into Jordan's name so that he is taken care of if something were to ever happen to me. I'll break all of that down, how I did that, how you leave stuff to your children or loved ones in the will and all that good stuff on these investing sessions. Talking about all that and more on our Patreon page every week. Go and get it, patreon.com slash mistaken identity podcast. Let's get investing and generational wealth together.